0: Welcome, welcome. This is episode three of WTF Interviews. We have a special guest, Mister Emanuel. Introduce yourself, brother, to the
1: people. <laughs> I don't know, What's up? <laughs>
2: <laughs> so,
1: How you doing, uh, brother? All that? good. I'm all good. What's up, everybody?
0: Yeah, my name is Royce Grealis, and uh, my co-host, the esteemed... Dr.
2: Raheem Young. Yeah, what's, what's going on, man? bro? <laughs> what's going on? Hey, thanks for coming on with us, man. Uh yeah, I'm uh happy to be a part of this. Cool, cool. All right, so let's let's get into it. Uh first question is how did you feel when um when you first became a father?
1: Uh, I mean I felt I felt the, I felt a lot of ways, man. I felt excited. <clears throat> I felt um, a little fear of the unknown of how to be a father. The uh, what experiences I was going to go, you know, go into. It, it was a lot of things that I felt. It was it was surreal, so to speak. You yeah. know, what I'm saying, like you know, when you got a baby on the way, you know, in uh, your child is, you know, you. Uh, it's all types of stuff going on. <laughs> but it's there right now. Babies. Right, right. Yeah. What's up? What man? are the
0: ages of your kids? How many kids you got? The ages of the kids.
1: So I have uh, my oldest child is uh, she should be going on seventeen now. And then my under her Naya is uh, Emmanuel. He's uh 16, and then you have Imani, who's uh 14, going to be 15, and then you have the little one right here, uh Imari, you know she's 10, and then this little guy here. What's up? What? Say what's up, man. going <laughs> <laughs> to and I uh, Podcast
0: debut. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you say he's about uh, to be two. He'll be two in December.
2: Oh, that's crazy. Same yeah, like you was cool. born two months ago, nigga. Yeah, that's, that's exactly I Hey, right. <laughs> right, so, like, we go way back, man. We've known each other, like, most of our lives, bro. Um, How old were you yeah. when you had your first child? Like, 17,
1: 18? 17, well, yeah, about 18. 18 to be exact. Um, I just crossed over, so 18, yeah.
2: All right, so like, I know you said it was like fear and um, just like not really knowing what was what was going
1: on. Like, like talk about that a little bit. Man. The fear of unknown, man. Like you know, not knowing. Like you have these different ideas of how to, you know, the, the father that you want to be. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But also just the, um, just the fear of not, you know, failing. You know what I'm saying, as a father, you know, and all the different uh, situations that's, you know, put on you, you know what I'm saying, as a father. Me being so young, not knowing, um, I had my concept of how I wanted to be a father, but, you know, I learned that being a father, man, is just a, it's just a journey. You know what I'm saying, you don't learn everything, all that, in, in that, one, that one day or in, in a couple of months or in a year, so... You know, it was just, you know, that's the fear that I felt like I dealt with, you know, also the uh, the labels, mm-hmm. you know, will this guy bail out, will he not be the father, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, for this yeah. child? Will... Just all those different, you know, stipulations that people will put on you, you know what I'm saying, as a, as, as a young guy, you know what I'm saying, looking back, uh, just I feel like that was more the fear that I dealt with, you know what I'm saying, so it's like yeah. the fear of not, the feeling you know what I'm saying, as being a father. Okay,
2: like coming up, you and Steve were probably like the only ones out the group that had like they pops, like their biological pops, living in the crib with them, but you know, yeah. living with them. So how did um how did that impact the way that you went into fatherhood, like having your father around and like being a pivotal part in, in your life, like that?
1: Yeah, he was definitely pivotal. uh I feel like for me. Um, I don't know where I would be at without him. You know what I'm saying? Um, we we, you know, we bumped his from time to time because, you know, my father was very stern and, and very blunt, you know what I'm saying, about a lot of things. But I can look back and appreciate that, you know what I'm saying, of that having that support, you know what I'm saying, my father being at home, I, I wouldn't know what type of guy I would be without having that, you know what I'm saying. Looking back, I was just like, man, I do got to be so – Always a tight, you know what I'm saying, why you gotta be so, but what that did was that you know that strengthened me, you know what I'm saying in a lot of ways, and I felt like they gave me balance, you know what I'm saying, some life and all the uh things that I was not really ready for, but he prepared me for you know what I'm saying through those those hard journeys, you know what i'm saying of, of uh you know instilling things in me, so he was definitely a, a man a big instrument in my life. Okay.
0: Yeah. What so, would you say um, I would uh, ask you this? Um, so you've been a dad basically for 17 years, man. That's a long time to be a dad. Yeah, yeah for sure. Basically, that's as long as, uh, you know what I mean? You were 18 when you had your first one, so that's uh, pretty much half your life. You've been a dad. So yeah. what would you say um, your biggest, the biggest lesson you've learned in these 17 years? Or What have you learned about yourself?
1: As just a father, uh, I've learned, you know, how human I am, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can't,
0: yeah.
1: I cannot, you know, perfect everything. Um, there was a lot of like areas where I felt like, you know, you just want to be perfect in, in terms of financially, you want to be perfect in terms of how you, uh, you know, uh Communicated with your kids, uh, try to keep them away from every argument you possibly could, you know, within your household. Uh, all of those different things, man. I think that uh, I learned uh, just the human part of being a, a parent, you know what I'm saying, that those things are okay, those things happen. And, uh, you know, rather, you know, your your kids are going to grow up at some point and they're going to see areas and flaws of you and you have to accept it you know, one way or another. I was just, <clears throat> at a time growing up, as being a young father to being where I'm at now, is just being the perfect dad that I possibly could. And uh, what I've learned that I can only be the best version of myself, man. You know what I'm saying? I try to do the best that I possibly can. And and uh, that's it, man, you know what I'm saying? I feel like that was the biggest thing that I learned out of this, uh, of being a parent. And still going, you know what I'm saying? I'm still learning things. I don't think that there's a cat where it's like, all right, I, I just know everything is a problem, you know what I'm saying? I know everything yeah. is a parent. So I feel like that was like the biggest thing that I learned, just being human, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like things are going to happen. Uh, You just have to adjust with those things to happen. For
2: sure. Yeah. So like what is, um, what's like the biggest challenge you've had to deal with as far as like your kids?
1: Man, uh, seeing a part of you in them, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The good and the bad, man, you know what I'm saying? Like you would sit back and, you know, I would watch my son and watch my daughters and, uh, and I'd be like, man, you know, you know, uh, certain things that just irritate you. But then when you really look back, it irritates you the most because you see things of yourself that... Yeah, you just do, do the same shit, you know? I used to do the same thing. And I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like I would, you don't want that for them. You know what I'm saying? Because you know the area where you struggled at so much with that. And so seeing a part of that is like, ah, you know what I'm saying? It's like seeing a reflection of yourself. So I think that was the most challenging thing for my kids. And uh, also just them growing, man. You know what I'm saying? E- evolving. As my son growing up to be a teenager, you know, it, he's a teenager now. You know, uh, at some point he's going to, you know, become a grown man. And just uh, hoping that he get it, you know what I'm saying. Hoping that he gets the things that you planning on them. my daughter, uh, all the things that you that you know that you plant impl- that you plan to them, into my daughters, uh, to be you know ready for this whole journey of boyfriend, girlfriend, all those different things, bro. Like I can say that's like one of the biggest challenges <laughs> to ask for my for my daughters, man. You know, like just preparing them, you know what I'm saying for what. They will have to go through at some point. You know what I'm saying? So,
2: so how do you how do you prepare them for that? What you be saying? I was just gonna ask you about that. And what's the difference
0: <laughs> uh, between the the girls and the and your boys? Man, it's gonna be a
1: difference in how you interact. with Um. Them. Yeah. It 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 because it, you know as men we're a little lax when it comes to our, to our boys when it you know dealing with girls. You know dealing with young young girls. Um, but there's still a part where it's like. The things that I was taught, so to speak, like like some of the things that I've seen in my environment that i that I felt like you know people that I had that kind of helped shape me in, you know what I'm saying in some ways in my environment that would you know say things like you know young player or you know what I'm saying go out there yeah. and just do you know it's plenty of fish in the sea, just be you know be that man out there, you know what I'm saying, get as many as females as you possibly can, uh, for my son, I don't really want that for him, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, yeah. I don't think that that's. I mean, live your life, but at the same time, I think that, you know, it, I want him to There's certain things that come it. with that. It's a lot of things that come with that, and I don't yeah. think that we never talk about the down part of, you know, being that guy, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, the player guy. And so, uh, you know, I don't, I don't want that for him. you know what I'm saying? But when it comes down to my daughters, uh, how can I prepare them for men, and or uh, young boys. Uh, I don't know, man. I think I just share, you know, I try to be as honest as I possibly can with them, letting them know how, you know, young men are today and also how it was. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like
0: showing them and myself. The, the motives? Motive. What their motives is. You know what
1: their what motives I mean? are, you know what I'm saying? When I was young at that age, I knew exactly what I was on. Be smart, you know what I'm saying? Be smart about it don't be the uh the laughing joke you know what I'm saying I, I tell them that all the time man. don't be the laughing joke man don't be don't be the goofy you know what I'm saying so uh just you know just study you know instilling in them the importance and the value of who they are you know what I'm saying to value themselves first and foremost don't allow yourself to put your value your your, your valuable possessions into someone else's hand, and for them to care for it the way that you know to hope that they would care for it the way that you that you would care for it you know mm-hmm. so you gotta love yourself first so that's 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 the things that I have planned to them and just hope that they get it I can't control that you know what I'm saying is them being teenagers now I just for me I just guide them you know what I'm saying it the best way that I possibly can man. there's no you know I'm not gonna just let them be out wild out. but you know I'm gonna I'm definitely draw lines but I know also regardless of you trying to put all that restriction on them, kids gonna do what they wanna do regardless. And I know for us being kids, we still did things that our parents told us not to do, mm. no matter what. And I knew little girls and boys when I was growing up that were we, you know, that their parents probably thought that they had a cap on or they had a you know, had them, you know, sealed and they really didn't, bro. They was wilding out <laughs> big time, you know what I'm saying? Because they were restricted to not do a lot of things. You just gotta have that uh transparency man of communication and honesty amongst each other so i think that that works for me and my kids you know what i'm saying yeah.
2: so like when your daughter bring uh like the first dude to the crib like <laughs> this is, uh, yeah, how would this
0: I... is tyrone
2: what you gonna say to do you? you think yeah,
1: um, I, I don't i don't i don't I couldn't, I don't know, you know what I'm saying, like, I couldn't, I don't know what I would say to do, you know what I'm saying, I'd probably just, bro, you know, make sure you, you, you know, my daughter, she gonna already know what she gotta do, at the end of the day, I can't even expect this dude to, you know, tell this man, take care of my child, like, none of that, uh, just hopefully, man, he respectable, man, why well, ain't gotta knuckle him up, you know what I mean, that's how I look <laughs> at it, you know what I'm saying, but, uh, other than that, man, bro, just. Do your part, man, be easy. You know what I'm saying? And my daughter gonna do her part, you know what I'm saying? Uh um, we, we have I talks about you, this all the time. We man. talk about this all the time. You know, we laugh about it. You know, and I crack little jokes, you know what I'm saying, about you know, putting them down, you know what I'm saying? But the uh, the reality of it is I understand that she she it's gonna come a point in time where that's gonna happen and I and I expect it to. I expect for her to do that. You know what I'm saying? I expect for her to like boys. I expect for my son to like <laughs> to like a girls. So that's you know, run with that, bro. But at the same time, just know where to draw the line at. You know what I'm saying?
2: So what if something happened and you gotta like you, you got a step to do and then he get the best of you? <laughs> <laughs>
0: What if he stepped
1: to me and a nigga knocked me out? Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't even... I couldn't that, even that, picture no that, that happen, happen, bro. Man.
0: That can't happen. That bro, I know. couldn't allow
1: that to happen, bro. I be on my A game all the time. That's why. I, like, I couldn't <laughs> hey, allow bro, it, bro. Hey, bro. He always had the hands, bro. Yeah, bro. I gotta be on top of that, man. I can not allow that to happen. <laughs> that would hurt me, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. I gotta live with that for the rest of my life, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh... Nigga knocked me out, bro. I never did it, bro. In front, in front of my door You know man. what I mean? Like That'd no, be I, crazy, I,
0: man. If one dude would never get knocked out, this man E, bro. He, I seen this man knock a man out so vicious bro, in high school. Oh, what what happened fell,
2: with
0: that? The nigga fell forward, bro. So what that. happened with that?
2: Go ahead. Uh, Spill the beans, man.
0: Uh, nah, I ain't gonna say no more than that. Bro. that <laughs> I was in high school. Like, yeah. <laughs>
2: No, gotta, I, I gotta, know the situation that you're talking about. You
0: he always had the hands, bro. So, yeah, I ain't worried about this man getting knocked out.
2: Hey, man. Nah. It comes a day in every man's but, life. It's yeah. <laughs> like <about> everybody just <laughs> talking, <bro. laughs> You got to put for
1: that day, man. You got to <laughs> work on your A game, man, for the final shot, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be like here. MJ. <laughs> I was like, you know, like MJ, Joe. On the rear, that crossover with the push-off. But it wasn't no push-off, though. You Want know no push off, bro. Want no push off. He was doing yeah, that one. It wild, was a push man.
2: off. It was a push off.
1: They way <laughs> really it, bro. They were. <laughs> bro, his momentum, he's going full. His momentum, speed, man, bro. shifting him that way, bro.
2: <laughs> and
1: and Mike's
2: <laughs> hand on his back, too. His yeah, that going, going, he was a guy that going to do it. Just so you
0: know, Brian Russell, you going this way. You just let him know where to go. Traffic cops, <laughs> You
2: going that's this it, way, bro. Hey, so it, bro. you know that the last question, let's flip it. So when Manny bring a girl to the crib, what do you think Jesse going to say to him? Uh,
1: I think that she's going to be – think about think about Jesse, man. I think she's going to be the same way. You know what I'm saying? She's going to be happy for him, but she going to definitely, you know what I'm saying, go through, you know what I'm saying, her to San Diego, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> mindset, you know what I'm saying, how she be – you know, with the laser eyes, she's gonna be trying to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, uh, make sure that this is the right one.
0: The whole point.
1: brim on and everything. Huh? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but I think she'll be happy for him, but she gonna definitely make sure that he ain't just wilding out. You know what I'm saying? If she ain't a wild yeah. chick. You know what I'm saying? So I feel okay. cool the same way too, bro. I don't, I don't want my. You know, I don't want. I don't want. Uh, you know, Melly just. You know messing around with any type of thing, you know what I'm saying? Like if you gon' don't never bring that to the house, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's a waste of time.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think Jesse, uh, which is the, the mother of uh, your children, she gonna be uh yeah. she gonna, she gonna scrutinize them. No matter yeah. who comes in the
1: door. That's yeah, her personality. She, yeah, she, you know, she got a caring personality too. I mean, it's like one of yeah. those I you know, she's gonna definitely be welcoming, but it's gonna be like I'm watching you, you know what I'm saying? At the same time, you know what I'm saying? So that's a part, of, yeah, I got my eye on you. And she may just say that, you know what I'm saying? Because she, she, I like that. She <laughs> she play around like that a lot, but there's some seriousness to it. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah.
0: So what would you say, uh, you mentioned your dad being important in like your life and your upbringing. What mm-hmm. would you say, um, you know, your top two or three things he instilled in you growing up that you still use today
1: as a, as a dad? Man, he wired me to uh, to be independent, you know what I'm saying, to never put your responsibilities in the hands of somebody else that are always, that always, you'll fail yourself doing stuff like that. And to all, uh, you know, stay on top of principle, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, value yourself. Um, and, and with those things, man, it, it just wired me to, no matter what the situation is, is just to get up and, and do what you have to do. <clears throat> because once you start to put your responsibilities into the hands of others, man, you start to really take away from yourself, man. And you, you know, you leave room for yourself to get be angry at whether it's society or the people around you, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Because the thing's not going in the way that you want it to go. So mm-hmm. you got to pick up the ball and do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? That's how you make things happen. You got to make it happen. Nobody going to make it happen for you because <clears throat> I used to have things. Well, I had like, you know, I share this story a lot, but when I was young, man, I used to, like, if I wanted attention that I was seeking from my dad, I would go in a room and just cut the light off and sit in there and be in my thoughts, waiting for him to come and hit the switch. And I remember one time he came, and I'm like, man, what you sitting in the dark for, man? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? what this, What's going on? You know what I'm saying? I told him, I'm like, man, you know, i was just, you know, thinking or whatever, and then I finally came out like, man, you know, just that certain type of bond or love that I wanted from him at that moment. He was like, man, I get it, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, you know, you can't be, you know, waiting for somebody to <laughs> to come and just, you know, pretty much like come pick you up type of thing. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah.
1: Um, you gotta get up and do what you gotta do, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if somebody don't never come hit that switch, what you gonna do in? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just gonna be in the dark, you know. And I just felt like with that is an analogy even towards now, man, it's like That's how it is. If you're going to wait for somebody to do for you, you're going to definitely be sitting in that dark for a while, man, and being pissed at everybody because they're not operating in the way that you want to operate. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) love yourself enough, man, to get up and do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? That's when things change in your life, when you get up and do what you got to do. And I think that was like a big element to me that helped me strive through life. If I had not had that, man, you know, because everybody has those moments where they just want to give up and be like, man, whatever. But every time I think of that, that pushes me to keep going. You know what I'm saying? Because I had all the things set up against me to not make it or be successful or to be in a position to be able to take care of my family and my kids. And I just kept going. You know what I'm saying? I just kept going. Like, I can't let this be the situation. I can't live in this. I can't be like this. So Mm -hmm. that helped me big time.
2: So. Um, like we asked everybody uh, do you have an abortion story and if you do what was what the situation
1: how'd you feel about it well I did actually you know it, it, I did you know what I'm saying it's when I was uh, when I was young and this is before my first child uh, it happened you know what I'm saying we agreed to to doing it because we felt you know that both parties in terms of our families wouldn't really be acceptable to it and then we felt also that we wasn't really ready. And, uh, you know, that then, you know, turned into us wanting to have another child, you know what I'm saying, and, mm-hmm. and just go out, you know, we're going to make this child. Now we're going to make this work. No matter what, nobody say we're going to do this. And uh, it just made us feel real bad, you know what I'm saying, to knowing that we, the possibility of, like, you know, having a child. And never mm-hmm. being able to see the child at the time, we don't know how. Would it, You know, we just felt real bad about that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that so, only happened one time. It would happened two times. You know what I'm saying? Two separate situations. So,
2: so did that situation teach you about, um, like, what did that situation teach you about, like, being a father overall? Uh, did um, Did you learn like a lesson from that?
1: Yeah, because seeing my kids grow up and just seeing, you know, the energy that my kids possess, man, and being around them and loving them and and you know, being able to teach them and, and just seeing so many different um uh, exciting uh experiences that I went through with my children over this over this time period. Mm-hmm. Uh I would I would never do that. I would never wanna do that ever again. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I've you uh you forfeit yourself to some degree, you know what I'm saying? You miss out on a lot, you know what I'm saying, by doing it, you know what I'm saying? And that, like I said, that was done out of fear. A lot of times we make bad decisions out of fear, you know what I'm saying? Um, Rather than just kind of taking on the challenge that you made, you know what I'm saying? And and just do what you got to do. You don't know how it's going to be. So why not just go in and just do what you got to do? and make it happen. We always make adjustments, man, you know, in our lives. So, early on, that could have been an adjustment. I just think our maturity stage at that time was just, we had so much going on, bro, and we were so concerned about what other people had to say. Yeah. So, at that point, we just made the best decision that we felt was best, but it, 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 internally, it messed us up a little, you know what I'm saying, so.
0: So, the age, you were around, like, 16, 17 when it happened?
2: Seventeen,
1: yeah. Seventeen,
2: 17. yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Got you. Hey, so um, tell us about what you got going on right now, man. Like uh, last time I was over at the crib, man, that <laughs> you played the, <laughs> that album, man. It, it has some bangers on there, bro. So uh, how's it yeah. coming along?
1: Working, working through it, man. Uh, I'm almost done. You know what I'm saying? I'm still getting some songs together. But uh, ultimately, I think that, like this this album that I, you know, started working on, it was just, it was really, I was inspired by, you know, people like Royce, you know what I'm saying? Telling me, bro, I need you to do this. I need you to do this. And it's over years, mm-hmm. just my homies telling me, you should do this. And I began to just sit back. I would wander on these things, ponder on these things for like, for years but never really put action behind it because of uh, being out of it for so long and just really focusing on producing that I just said you know what I'm just I'm just gonna stick to producing you know what I'm saying I don't think that's the lane that I want to get into and I feel like if I didn't have anything positive to say or that was edifying I didn't want to jump back into it mm-hmm. um and <clears throat> this is you know at this moment I was just like man I'm, 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 I'm gonna get back and I I want to leave out my cousin. My cousin from Michigan, my cousin Jay, he actually spoke about it as well. Just telling me the, the 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 bigger vision, you know what I'm saying, in terms of what I have in me, you know what I'm saying, in terms of what I can talk about. Like, everybody got their stories and their narratives, so it's like, why not share yours? You know what I'm saying? You got a story too. Share yours, you know what I'm saying, and, uh, you know, give a world a different experience than what, we, than what we're hearing now. You know what I'm saying? All the music that we're hearing now, give them a different experience. Give them your experience. So that right there was like, you know what? All right, cool. I'm going to get I'm gonna get into it. Because <clears throat> initially, I was just really working on like an instrumental EP. Like, I was going to put an instrumental EP out. And every time that I would try to like <clears throat> attempt to like, right, I'm going to do this, people I say, man, why don't you just rap on it, bro? You got to rap? <laughs> and I would be like, nah, bro. <laughs> i'm decent i'm just gonna be a producer <clears throat> but at this moment i'm like man i'm gonna go ahead and just get to it and you know in these last couple of months getting back into it you know i feel like i'm getting back comfortable where i was before and i have more than what i had before to talk about now you know what i'm saying like i have been through more experiences in my life i can i can be more confident in what i'm saying and uh I'm having fun with it right now man so i'm 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 excited to get it done and you know really give give the world you know what I'm saying something something um something that I really feel is you know is dope, you know what I'm saying so I'm happy bro it's like the yeah. best decision I made to even get back to it I' am you know, proud of you bro it, <clears throat> yeah it used to eat at me bro i, I that was an element, that was like a part that I was like, man, I know I need to do it, but I'm like, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But, like, fear captivates all, bro. You know what I'm saying? So I I definitely don't really allow that to get in my way no more. You know what I'm saying? Even as much as I may talk about not having fear, not letting it captivate, I talk to my kids about it. And that's why I'm talking about the human part of me that I fell into that same hole, you know what I'm saying, by letting that get me like that and also, you know, the confidence. Like, no, I ain't ain't doing that no more, man. So I'm just – I'm happy, bro. I'm happy to get back to it.
0: Yeah, you said something powerful, bro. Fear does captivate all, but also uh, love is even stronger than that. So what you're putting out is more is, is more uh, right. in relation to that. You know what I'm saying? That's why I right, say, right. Man, I'm proud of you, man, for doing what you're doing, man.
1: I'm looking right, forward right. to hearing
0: the finished product. You yes, know what I'm yes. saying? And whatever uh, this comes out, you're going to hear an intro and an outro. It's going to be a beat
1: that we choose <laughs> from <you> know, <laughs> <by> this guy. <laughs> so be <keep laughs> for that. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely, man. I definitely uh, can't wait to put that uh, get that to y'all too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, thank so, you. So I appreciate what y'all doing, man. This is good for the culture, bro. This is this is more bigger than just for the culture, man. This is good for the world. I, you know what I'm saying? Like it's not just about just you know slimming down and one ethnic group. You know what I'm saying or whatever. It's just about this is what the world needs. I think more men should talk about these things and talk about the struggles or the, the challenges that they deal with, you know what I'm saying, with just being a man first and also being a father, you know what I'm saying, with all those challenges we deal with. Some people are very – men deal with not wanting to talk about those things, bro, because of pride, you know what I'm saying. But I think that this has given us the uh, opportunity to uh, have that open, you know, total event, bro, to have that dialogue as well. So I love this.
0: Yeah, appreciate it, bro. A lot of it Thank is uh, uh, mental health, man. You know, a lot of dads, a lot of especially black fathers in particular. We don't talk about a lot of things, so you know, this is uh definitely an outlet for dads to kind of speak their minds and to hear hear stories like how you spoke about your story, man. It's a it's a thing that people need to hear. So yeah, that's yeah. What
1: we that's our mission. That's what we're here for. You know what? I, now that you that you that you said that, I think that's very like you said, mental health that's such an important uh, factor. Um, and, and, and actually, like, you know, you never think that you would ever get to a space where you feel like you would need mental health. Nobody want to tell yourself that or, or speak that out. You know, honestly, I think we all deal with that in, in some in some spaces where, mm-hmm. you know, we need that. You know what I'm saying? We need to, uh, we we need that that strengthening from our brothers and, and our sisters as well. But uh, that's that's such a part where I feel like in my life where I began to start, you know, like the doubts that I've saying about like just me being a parent or a father, the doubt of being of doing everything the right way. And that can get to you, you know what I'm saying? Because you're like, man, did I fail in this area? Did I did a, do I did I did I do a good enough job in that area? So um you know, sometimes just seeing it from another person and telling you like, bro, you you're you doing good, bro. You're doing more than good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. And so that helps a lot, man. But sometimes we all can get into a hole and we feel like we haven't completed the task. It's a long journey, bro. This thing don't happen all over. I hate to say the 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 smuggling everybody's been using since since Nip man. It's a marathon, but <laughs> it really is, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. That's yeah. a fact, bro. Yep.
0: Yeah. So if the people had to find you somewhere, bro, uh, you know where would they find you, man? Plug yourself, so my, man. Anything you want to my, plug, um, man.
1: So my Instagram is uh, Logic eighty four. It's a long name, too. Logic eighty four always with a Z, cinematic. So that's where you can uh, catch me or DM me or whatever like that. You know, I'm saying on Instagram. And it turns terms if y'all ever need a haircut, you know. <laughs> we'll
0: put that link down there, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: So it's Manny the barber. The, not, you know, T-H-E, but D-A, the barber. Uh, at Booksy. So you can book an appointment or come check out my work on Instagram. All right, cool, man. Hey, man, I want
2: to thank you again for for jumping on with us, bro.
1: Um, I really really
2: enjoyed this this conversation, man. Man, likewise.
0: Yeah, man, definitely, man. This is a wrap. Welcome to Fatherhood, or WTF Interviews. There you go. uh, Episode three, let me get it right. (laughs) This is uh, Royce Briales signing out. Co-host, Dr. Raheem Young. Y'all have a peaceful night. Be well. peace. In addition to that, we at Welcome to Fatherhood wanted to invite you to our first Welcome to Fatherhood Masterclass. The topic is investing and it's being taught by DeAndre Retouge. So again, it's January 30th at 1pm Central Time, Uh, we'll have a link to the Eventbrite in the description below. We have a total of 30 tickets available. So we look forward to seeing uh, whoever gets those tickets there.
1: All right. Be well.